0: Your identity is in Christ. And when you become a Christian, that's who you are. But sometimes you have to get rid of a lot of baggage and a lot of stuff that comes from your childhood before you were saved. And it takes time, it's like a marriage, it takes time. And, you you know, to be, you know, delivered from all the stuff that you've been told your whole life. And through the Word of God, His Word literally set me free.
1: Welcome to the Marriage Day Podcast. We are Jimmy and Karen Evans. In this podcast, it exists to help every couple succeed in marriage. I'm joined today by my beautiful wife, Karen. Karen, good to have you here. Good to be here. We're talking today about our identity and and who we are, our individual identity, uh, and and how we find that. Um, And I think a lot of people, you know, what what I say, Karen, is, you know, the woman at the well of Samaria, when Jesus went up to her um, and he said, you know, began they were talking about the well and you know drawing water from a well and Jesus told her if you keep drinking from this well you're gonna keep being thirsty but if you knew who you were talking to you'd ask me for a drink and I would give you living water and you never thirst again. And then he told her to go call her husband and she said, Well I don't have a husband. He said, I know you've had five husbands and the one you're married the one you're with now is not your husband. So her the Jesus was talking to her as a marriage counselor. He knew who she was. Mm-hmm. And he knew that she was trying to find satisfaction
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a man that she couldn't find. Well, what I believe is that the four deepest needs that every person has are acceptance, identity, security, and purpose. Those are those are the things that drive us every day to do the things that we do, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Acceptance. I want to be accepted for her. I don't want to be accepted because my teeth are white or my deodorant works. Mm-hmm. I want to be accepted for who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God does that. Uh, identity. I want to know who I really am. Uh, it, you know, Acceptance or, or, or security. I want to feel secure in purpose. I want to know what my purpose is. Well, if you're looking for people to meet those deepest needs, you'll never be... Only God can meet those needs. Mm-hmm. Okay, And when we uh, don't trust God to meet our deepest needs we naturally transfer that to our spouse. Mm-hmm. And we set, we set them up for failure. See, the woman of the well of Samaria had been married five times, and she kept thinking, I ch- chose the wrong man. What Jesus was saying to her is, the problem is not with the men that you've married. The problem is you're trying to take, get out of them what only God can give you. Mm-hmm. So identity, Karen, when, when we got married, you had the lowest self-esteem of any person I've ever met in my entire life. I've never seen a person. You really had been destroyed. Mm -hmm. on the inside honestly
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when we started dating and got married you didn't believe god could love you Mm -hmm. Uh, you didn't believe you could be saved um you hated yourself you had a tremendous amount of self-hate how did you go from there to today having a very close relationship with jesus and a very strong sense of identity
0: through reading the word of god every day it was um and i got tired you know you When you have demons that just are with you, because really and truly, Satan was oppressing me through the trauma of my childhood. And so when you have that for a long period of time, you find, and there comes a time in almost everybody's life where you just get sick of it. You're just tired of it. And it's just like, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't like it. And I think at that point, God had brought some people in my life that said, why do you think that way? Why that, you know, and, and I think they recognized that, you know, I was thinking thoughts that were not godly. And so, you know, during that time is when I remember going to women's, you know, retreats and stuff, and everybody's reading the Word of God, and I'm thinking, I'm so embarrassed because I don't even know the Word of God. And so I came home one weekend, and I just told the Lord, I'm going to start reading it every day. Even if you don't talk to me, if you don't, I'm going to do this. And so I'm a disciplined person anyway, but I made that a discipline every single day. I read the Word of God, and I slowly started seeing things change. You know, it was just like—and I, I had to go through a time of deliverance because I knew that I had demonic issues that um, I couldn't get past and the insecurity that, that Satan had taken advantage of. And um, so, you know, friends prayed for me, and I remember the next day after that, that a person in my life that always— Hurt me, hurt me deeply. They called me, and we were talking, and I remember thinking, "I don't feel the same. I don't. She can't hurt me. It doesn't hurt." And so, basically, what we're saying is, your identity is in Christ, and when you become a Christian, that's who you are. But sometimes you have to get rid of a lot of baggage and a Mm. lot of stuff that comes from your childhood before you were saved, and it takes. It's like a marriage; it takes time. And, you know, to be, you know, delivered from all the stuff that you've been told your whole life and through the word of God, his word literally set me free.
1: Well, Psalm one hundred seven twenty 20 says God sent his word to heal them mm-hmm. and to deliver them from all their destructions. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened to you. I saw it happen over a period of, I, I would say from the time we got married, we, we almost split up after several years of marriage and you were you were a mess and I was a lot worse than you were. I would say it took probably the first, well, you you were changing the first few years very, very slowly, but I would say it took the first seven to 10 years of our marriage before either one of us was getting into a place of being healthy, mm-hmm. you know, a, a emotionally healthy. Cause I'd, I'd been through stuff, you know, my childhood, but turning to Jesus mm-hmm. was the absolute best thing we ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, I, I, you know, I, I didn't think God knew me. I mean, I didn't. When, when the Bible says God so loved the, the world that he gave his only begotten son, I thought, well, God loves the world so he loves me. I didn't believe he knew my name. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe he knew me personally. Uh, I had no sense of identity whatsoever. But we got married. <coughs> <coughs> I didn't believe that God knew me. I didn't believe that God knew my name. But as far as the sense of identity, I had absolutely no sense of personal identity at all. And there are two things that happened that helped me to find my identity in Christ. The first was, when I, uh, about two weeks after I got saved, the Lord called me to preach. And I was sitting in the backyard of our house. I didn't know the Bible. I don't think I even owned the Bible at that point. And it was a supernatural experience where God called me to preach and i had never seen myself as a preacher or anything but the lord was telling me who i was and what i say to people is people will tell you who they want you to be they'll tell you who you who they think you are jesus will tell you who you are mm-hmm. when, when you have a personal relationship with jesus one of the things you can specifically pray is lord tell me who i am tell me why you put me here on this earth he will you know the lord will speak it to you and first of all your giftings or tell you a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, when God gives you to do something, you know, that's telling you, this is what he wants you to do with your life. And this is the call he has on your life today. um, The other thing that happened that helped me with my sense of identity is you started giving. um, And we were, I made uh, $600 a month. Um, We were broke. We had, you know, Julie was a little baby And we went to church one Sunday and the preacher was preaching on giving and I hated the message. You know, said I was never going to go back to that church. You liked the message and started giving to the church, which terrified me. Uh, I mean, literally, it made me sick and it terrified me when you started giving. I think the first gift you gave was like $40. But something started happening to us that I had never seen before. And it was like we were always rowing upstream. The current was always against us. And everything was hard. We didn't have enough. You know, marriage was hard. We were broke all the time. And when you started giving, I began to see, it was was like you turned the canoe around and now we were rowing with the current. And I woke up one morning and I said to the Lord, this this is one of the most important days of my life. You know us. I mean, you know us. You know who we are. You know where we live. Mm -hmm. See, Jesus said, he knows the hairs on your head. He knows every detail of your life. And he does that's when i met god as my father i i had no concept that god loved me that god knew mm-hmm. me and that that you know i was important to him when you started giving that was the most important thing that ever happened to me in me having a personal relationship with the lord mm-hmm. and and knowing he loved me and believing he loved me and so i'm just saying and that may sound funny to some people I'm talking about giving. I know God is my father because of giving, Mm -hmm. because of your giving, then because of our giving. I know God is my father in how he revealed himself to us in such a personal way as we put our trust in him in our finances. And so you know the Lord through the word of God, waking up and reading the word of God every day, even when you didn't believe it, even when you believe that he hated you, you did it. But my relationship with God, you know, when you give, it creates a dependency on the Lord. But you're, not, you're not just saying, God, thank you for what you've done, but you're saying, I'm giving this to you, and I'm depending on you to provide for us. Well, the Lord has, I mean, it's the only thing that the Lord says we can test him about, Malachi 3. Mm-hmm. And we put God to the test, and God more than passed the test. We've had, that was 47 years ago when we started giving, 48 years ago. God has blessed us so much. Mm-hmm. And he has revealed himself to us so much. And my encouragement to every person is know God personally. Mm. And as you obey Him, as you pray, as you read the Word of God, as you obey Him, and build a personal relationship, that's where He is going to uh, to reveal Himself to you. So, Karen, let's talk for just a minute about you know if you're depending on you know social media. So many people are addicted to social media. And social media is fine. Some people use it for good. Some people use it for bad. But the problem is when your identity is there. And so many people, their their identity is how many likes they have, mm-hmm. how many followers they have. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they get a, a a thumbs up or a thumbs down or whatever. That it's, it's a torture chamber mm-hmm. emotionally for people mm-hmm. to get addicted to that. In fact, when the more a person uses social media, the more depressed they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a predictor of happiness, it's a predictor of misery. And so it's very important for people to get their identity in Christ and not through popularity.
0: Well, I was thinking of these scriptures when you were talking that, you know, Jesus told us that he came to give us life and to give us an abundant life. And Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And so the number one thing Satan tries to steal is our identity in Christ. Yeah. 100%, that's it. Yeah. And one of the ways he uses it, like you said, with social media, is comparing. You know, he 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 gets our eyes focused on somebody else instead of Jesus. And it's like, well, you know, what about them? Or I want to be like them. Or they're more popular. They're prettier. They're, you know, all these. They're, you know, it's this you know treadmill that you get on and you can't get off. I don't do social media, but sometimes Julie will send me something and I start clicking, and I, before I know it, I'm like, I have just spent 20 minutes. Throw, going through people no. i don't even know what yeah. am i doing yeah. it's like a control thing and you know so you know be aware of those traps of the enemy of yeah. you know how he gets us off you know the truth of who we really are in christ you know yeah. we've been we've been given an inheritance that can never been taken taken from us because we don't belong to this world we belong to heaven right. and it's like you know it's it's hard because everything you're saying is so right it's just our identity has to be in the Lord, you yeah. know. And he, the good thing about also that is he, his word also tells us that nothing can separate us from him. Nothing. Okay. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. We're always going to be his. So whatever the enemy's doing over here to distract us, to make us compare, to try to defeat us, to lie, steal it, you know, recognize those voices. They're not of God you know and you're you are solidly rooted in Jesus Christ if you accept him as, his, as your lord
1: well and i'm my identity is not my height my weight my age mm-hmm. it's not my income my identity is who i am in jesus mm-hmm. and psalm 139 says that he knit me together in my mother's womb i'm fearfully and wonderfully made and he had so many thoughts about me when he was creating me that they would be like the sand of the seashore in other words god detailed out your life mm-hmm individually your dna is individual you're an individual created in god's image with an eternal destination eternal identity that's who you really are but what the world wants to do is to reduce us down to our weight our height our income our popularity all those things like that Mm -hmm. those things those things in the eternal sense just don't matter that in the eternal sense is who we are in jesus Mm -hmm. and what he has created us to do so we encourage you today to get your identity in jesus not in your spouse. And there there is a certain amount of, you know, that we we of needs that we meet in each other that are important. But acceptance, identity, security and purpose, you must get those from Jesus first in order to have those needs met. If you don't, you're going to try to get those met from your spouse or other people and you're going to set yourself and all everybody up around you for a failure. We hope that this is an encouragement to you today. We'll see you next time here on the Marriage Day podcast.
0: Goodbye.